So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. Okay, so why are you really, 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 really here? Beyond just hanging out. Dude, how old are you now? Uh, 15. 15. I knew you when you were this big. That's what he's heard all of time. Oh, the whole time, but it's good to see you again. All right, you ready? A big part of this game, as I mentioned earlier, is Doug... Do we double the referrals? Do we double the demand gen? Do we double the brand? And the answer for the vast majority of my friends up here, the answer is all of the above, right? One iconic move on branding, one iconic move on demand gen, one or two iconic moves on my database, and I'm gonna cremate it and go from selling 200 or 300 homes to 500 or 600 homes. But I wanna go more in depth with you. So can we give these 15 just a giant round of applause? Many of them are inside the room, one sitting right here in front of me. Now, again, as I mentioned, we literally had, Lindsay, 80 people submit. Here is my case study for all these different marketing campaigns. Here's all the stuff I'm doing. We synthesized it, Glenda Baker, down to 15. But as I mentioned, we're going to be publishing two of these every month. So all of you are going to see this stuff all the time. Today, we're just going to focus on a few. But high level, the playbooks totaled a billion dollars in sales volume. 1,500 transactions combined from all of this, and you can see about $24 million in commissions. So this isn't like theory. As we get into this, lead, you're gonna see it's a lot of practical, almost too much to put on slides. Is everybody hearing me? It's almost too much to put on slides, which is why we put everything inside the resources, so you got everything. I'm gonna go through them, but I'm gonna talk more high level. I'm going to say, should you do a lot of open houses? Should you go after expireds? Should you do realtor.com? Let's go high level with it and then have the conversations. Sort through what are the ones that are right for you. You're not going to do it all. You want to pick the one or two that will be your next iconic move. Does that make sense? All right. Did you guys all get this? Did everybody already download it? Yes or no? Yes or no? Okay, if you haven't, I mean, we put these things everywhere. So you get the entire workbook, all my slides, everything is there. All right, so let's keep jamming. So the outcome for this session is to select a lead pillar that will assist me in doubling. That's the concentration, Jake. What's going to be the thing that takes you guys from 600 to 800 to 1,000 transactions? But here's the key. Number two, I want you to listen through the filter of would this be natural and automatic for me, or would this be a grind? When you're adding the next pillar, look for the things that are more natural and automatic in the beginning. I'm great with my past clients in Sphere. You should be doing geographic farming, because it's relationship marketing. I'm great with doing video. Awesome. You should also think about open houses, because what you are is the gift of gab. You like to educate and connect. Put yourself in a situation to do more of that. So we want to be listening through the filter of what's more natural and automatic first before we say, all right, Christy, what's going to be the grind that i got to slug it out on? With that said, very important to listen to the details, 
Now, are, do you all have your workbook out in front of you? Okay, so let's find the first one, which is Stephanie Younger. I don't know the order, so as soon as you find the page, please yell it out loud. Stephanie Younger. I think the first one is actually Realtor.com, and the second one is going to be Stephanie Younger. What page? Five zero. Go to page five zero. Five zero. Now, we only, in, like for sake of printing materials, Jenny, we printed two for each, but the 15 are all there already on the website, ready for you to go after. So let's start with Stephanie. Now, again, I believe success leaves clues. And I believe if Stephanie can do it, I think you can do it. So let me give you a little insight. For Steph, who I've known for, my goodness, I don't know, probably her entire career, in 2021 last year, she did 301 closed transactions, which that's a good business, yes or yes? Yes or yes? I see you guys are already like looking at the case studies. She only did $424 million in volume for $9.85 million in gross commission income. Now she has a team. They're on splits. She gets a big chunk. They get a big chunk. You can see this year, January to July, she's already done a little more than half. So she's ascending. But where she's killing it is her average sales price. Where most of you are killing it is your price keeps going up. So she's already at $310 million with $6.6 .6 million in GCI. Now, bless you. Was that a good one? So I was flying from New York to LA and I open up like USA Today. No, the guy next to me had it. No, I had it. I should remember. I had it. And the headline said, a sneeze is more powerful than an orgasm. And the guy next to me goes, bing, can we get some pepper? <laughs> so is that good for you? If you have two, it's a multiple, ladies. <laughs> Behave. This is an adult seminar. Okay. Shh. So let's start with the following questions. Lisa Chinati, how much commission income did you guys generate from open houses in the last 12 months? Not enough. Melvin, how much commission income did you guys generate from open houses, your entire company and your team in the last 12 months? Same answer as Lisa. So what I'm already hearing is there's an upside opportunity, at least for two of my besties, to crush on open houses. How many open houses do you hold annually? Somebody just give me your number. How many do you annually? A hundred? Fifty? Some of you, none? What's your marketing plan to drive traffic? What's the playbook before, during, and after? And how many leads and contacts did I add to my database from doing open houses? Now, if you start digging into the level of detail that she shared, this is a $2 million case study. $2 million in GCI. But look at these numbers, guys. DJ, look at this. She's got 24 agents on her team. They did 480 open houses last year. 480 open houses in one of the single hottest markets where you put a home in the market, it sells instantaneously. Now as things are slowing down, I'm like, Steph, we could double that number. If you're paying attention, look at percentage of business attributed to open houses, 19% of $9.8 million in commissions, Lisa, from open houses and you get listings from open houses, and since we're focusing on that, right? But look at this. Contacts added to the database, 19,200 contacts added to her database just by doing a lot of open houses. That sounds like close to free leads. What do you guys think? And 
in her market, in her geographic farm, in the territory where there, she's dominant. So you can see percentage of leads contacted, 5% commission, you know, conversion, 20%, average time, four to five months. Normal length of open houses, only three hours, but hours spent, four and a half. I can already see a bunch of you now digging through the workbook. So we asked Steph, why 480 open houses? And I thought this question was the right question, and her answer was spot on. Open houses are like merchandise displays. I, I'm open for business. Jay, how many people on the team? 35 sales agents. What if every one of them did 24 open houses a year? They do. Thank you very much. Ready? Let's keep jamming. We said, what's the backstory? She was concerned about, and I'm sure many of you have had it, like the efficacy of like doing the same house open over and over and over and over and over. And, you know, she was kind of, I don't want to say anti-open houses, but she was struggling with it. She's like, would the open houses feel less attended? You know, would it undermine the perception of demand? You know, would it decrease the buyer's sense of urgency? Would a second day simply just dilute the visitors from one day to the next? And here she said, we're just going to test it. We're going to test it. And here's what she discovered. The attendance was even better for both days. But read the bottom line. I think the best part is she said, buyers that were really interested in an opportunity to visit multiple times, thereby increasing their certainty and decreasing cancellations. They got their family there. They got people there. They fell in love with the house and they bought the house. So you all get this because most of you are doing it at scale. Her whole thing was do open houses as often as you can. Write this in your notes. Ready? Timmy Smith, he talks to a brand new agent and says, what should I do? So, you know, Timmy did okay last year, as you saw, like, you know, 260 transactions, $803 million in volume. And he's like, my advice is you should be doing open houses seven days a week. Seven days a week, put a bunch of signs out. If you're starting your career, they will come to you. Mostly neighbors, mostly opportunities for listing opportunities. The point is, my friends, most of you, this is a demand gen opportunity that costs very little, that especially a bunch of our teams, you should be doing at scale. She's like, look, the more names you leave with, get everybody to sign in, you're absolutely going to win. So here's your playbook. And you probably already dig through a bunch of this in the workbook, so we'll go high level. She does a lot to drive traffic. So beyond the obvious, put it on all the platforms, right? Run it in the local publications. This is the key. Incentivize them to show up. And they market, come have ice cream, come have wine and cheese, come be a part of this experience. And when you start talking about doing that 480 times, Serge, it's nuts. But her whole thing is, look, I need to give people a reason to show up that are the neighbors that are most likely to list with me. But then I love this. Make sure that you're door knocking before you go out. Like, Glenda, she did 480 open houses. She's totally bananas. She's totally bananas. Hey, it's Tom Ferry. Question, what's your favorite social media platform? Are you big on Insta? Do you love to tweet? No matter where you answer, I'd love for you to connect with me there. All you gotta do is just type in at Tom Ferry and follow and let's you and I connect. I wanna be able to deliver the right content, the right ideas, the ways to help you grow your business, stay fired up, keep moving, be in action and run plays that work and the platform that matters most to you. So subscribe and I'll see you there soon. Now, I'm not even going to attempt to read that because the, the font is too small, and the font is too small. But I wanted to get to this. The reason why the open houses for her sales agents are four and a half hours 
is because they show up an hour before to make sure the home is right. Did everybody write that down? That could be the most important distinction for the vast majority of you. You show up three minutes before, you walk in. Oh my God, does anybody remember the name Walter Sanford? Anybody? Okay, so I'm, I'm going old school. Walter Sanford uh, sold real estate in Long Beach, California. He was a client, a friend, became a speaker. Walter one time gets a phone call from his assistant, Monica Reynolds. Anybody? Monica Reynolds now runs a big division of Keller Williams. And the call basically goes like this at his house. Hey, Walter, I promised the seller that you'd be holding this house open. You need to go over there right now. And he's like, what? What's the address? Why? You just didn't give me any notice. I'm sorry. I told you screwed up. It doesn't matter. Get your ass over there. Go. Gets in his car, races to the house, shows up, and the door is locked and there's no lockbox. He goes around to the back. He jiggles the sliding glass door open. The house is a disaster. He cleans everything in like 15 minutes. Now, this is dating himself, and his pager goes off. And he grabs the phone and he calls, like, Monica, what's up? She's like, the sellers are wondering when you're going to get here. Some of you got it. He went to the wrong house, broke in, cleaned their home, <laughs> wiped everything down, including the phone, and left. So I think if we show up an hour early, and then what Stephanie would say is, it's the half hour after the open house where you shoot all the bomb bomb videos and say, it was so nice to meet you. Thank you so much. We'll be following up with the information as promised. She said, that's where all the money is. That's where all the money is in her open houses. So she did give you guys an insane amount of tools. So you can see, for example, this is my entire open house supply list. 480 open houses set up the same way every single time. You heard Gia Silva talk this morning about SOPs, Randy. And what Stephanie got was, write this somewhere in your workbook, somewhere. Every one of my open houses looks, smells, and feels the same way. She understands the five senses. She plays into the five senses. She wants people to go, I'm at a Jamie McMartin open house. This is different from anyone else's open houses. And the moment you have that, you have an iconic new piece of your business. Now you might say, well, I don't really like open houses. That's not my one. We're going to give you 15. But here's the best part. She is a wordsmith. So you see inside your workbook, you've got all of her scripts and dialogues. Pages and pages and pages of scripts and dialogues of what she has, her team, battle-tested. So when they meet clients, they know exactly what to say to get them to sign in. They know exactly what to say to qualify. They know exactly what to say when they've got, I've already worked with another real estate agent, or I've got a friend of the business. There's no new objections. The key is she has a complete blueprint, A to Z, exactly how they run it. All the tools, everything you need to know. But we asked each one of them, can you synthesize like three things? And here's what she said. Start scheduling open houses Saturdays and Sundays at a minimum. Stop doing one day. You know what? Go to this page. What page is this on? 54 or 55? Where it says the three things? Okay. I'm looking at it. What page is that on the left? 54. We put a lot of shit on that page. Do you get a microscope that goes with that? Okay. That's why you want to download because then it's all big and beautiful. But here's the thing. She's saying, start scheduling open houses Saturdays and Sundays at the minimum. Will you write this on that same page? 
Stop doing open houses trying to find one. That's the mistake I think people make. You're like, I'm going to go do an open house. I'm going to sit there for three or four hours. And if I just find one person, it'll be all worthwhile. And Steph's response is, this is the most inexpensive way for me to suck all of the neighbors into my database at scale, adding 19,200 people to her database, Lindsay, like that, in a year. Then add 10 more salespeople and average another 20 open houses times 35 salespeople, like what Jay's doing, and now it's just another defensive move for market domination. That's the game. Number two, she said, obviously get the names and emails and the numbers, as many people as you can, of course. And number three, I love this, follow up. A house is a big ticket item. Be patient and follow up. But now, she went through and said, here's six things I'm gonna do going forward. And again, probably a little hard to read because there's a lot of text. But let's just look at number one. She's like, the market is changing. We've got more time. This is where she becomes, Jamie, even more dominant as you're doing. So she's like, it's now mandatory. We have to knock on 100 doors around every open house before we do the open house because who do we want to invite to the open house? This is mega open house 101 for all my friends in the room. Mega open house 101, invite all the neighbors, suck all the listing opportunities out of the marketplace. This is where this stuff really works. Now, the balance you can see, and it's all inside your workbook, but I want to get to this. Is this the one for me? Tell your buddy. Just give your buddy feedback on open houses. Is this the one for you? Is this the one? I don't care. Is this the one for you? Is this the iconic move that could add 30 or 40 or 50 or 100 transactions? Not, can I sell one? Is this the iconic move? I would need to get a microphone, but hold on. Actually, not yet. Not yet. All right, so come back to me. Shh. So now, shh. I'm going to interrupt this with some sexy-ass postcards you're all going to R&D. You guys ready? All right, so by the way, there's way more than 20. That's the same QR code. That's the same QR code. It's the same, Q it's the same QR code. Okay. So you ready? I love this postcard. I love that it's odd colors, but it's her brand in pink. I love that it shows all of the transactions that they've done. But Tom, I'm a newer agent. I only did 11 sales. Make the bubbles bigger. Does that make sense? Or you take your company, all the transactions, and you add all of those, and you say a team always outproduces an individual. And now you've got the whole company's track record on your direct mail piece. So I love that, but is anybody picking up on this? The QR codes on all the postcards now? That's become magical, right? I love this. Every sale has a story. I would write that one down and steal it. Every sale has a story. Every home has a story. And what she's doing is now telling the story of the transaction, which we saw Robert Mack this morning say, case study marketing, not just sold. Let me tell you the story of how this worked versus just, here's another transaction. I love this one again. This is, hey, this is an entire back of a postcard that says, 
follow me on Instagram. Is that a good idea? What do you guys think? Come be a part of my community. See all the homes. See everything that we're doing. I thought that was brilliant. In addition, let's go to Nikki. Now, I am a big fan. You've heard me say this phrase, arbitrage. I think right now, there's a couple low-cost options in comparison to others. I would put Google at the lowest cost. Then I'd go Realtor.com. Then I would go Zillow, just based on cost per lead. Right? Google being the lowest. Jason's going to talk about it tomorrow. But what I'm going to show you is Nikki Weiss. But first, let's do this. I want to know from all of you, how much commission income did you generate from online leads in the last 12 months? How much commission income did you generate from, I put a dollar into online advertising, how many dollars did you get back? When you see the level of detail and sophistication that Nikki puts into her business, you're going to be like, no wonder she does that well. But now what's great about this playbook is you have everything in your book. Everything including scripts, how she organizes the leads, what CRM they use. So let's jam through it all. Take a look. You ready? So... Her return on investment from Realtor.com was 500%. That's pretty good, yes? I'm sorry, is that good? Yes. Hello. But you know what's more exciting about that? Even though her conversion for her new agents is give them 100 and they sell two houses, she adds 98 more people into her database to nurture, build relationships with, love on, establish trust with. And then you look and see her experienced agents, they're converting 4 to 6%. So you can probably figure out she has more newer agents than experienced agents. So I bet her blended average is probably like 2.8 or 3%. So every 100 leads, she makes 2.8 to 3 closed transactions. That's a good ROI at five times. It's 47% of her business people. And if you look here, that's supposed to say 127. That would be horrible if she went from 182 to 12. <laughs> Team, that's supposed to say 127 at least from two weeks ago. You can or she sold a bunch of really expensive houses. <laughs> One or the other. Hey, I'm perfect. I also screw up. You know I was on PowerPoint when there's mistakes. <laughs> All right. My point is when you look at this number and say, it's 47% of 127 closed transactions. And she's investing a dollar and making five. If you gave me a dollar and I gave you five, what would you do next? Here, here's 10. And I'd say, here's 50. Then what would you do? No, you're cheap. You'd go, here's 10 again. And I'd go, here's 50. You go, here's 10 again. I go, here's 50. Then you go, here's 100 because you're a baller. And I go, here's 500. But online leads, that's how it works. Direct mail, that's how it works. Open houses at scale, that's how it works. I invest, I receive. I invest and I receive. The bummer is, it's not like going to Vegas and going, here's a dollar and get five. It's here's a dollar, 30 days later you get one closing, but the next 30, 90 days you get another closing. The next six months you get two closings from that same dollar. And then by the end of the year, you ended up with like four or five closings from that same dollar. Does that make sense? Like, that's the game you got to get into. My mentor, Bill Mitchell, I told you about, like, as a family man, as a married guy, my mentor, he's like, I grew up on a farm in Michigan. 
I had to go outside and I had to pump the well to get the water going so I can fill the bucket and go into the house. That's a little different. How old are you? Do you even know what a well is? Okay. So he had to pump the well. Realtor.com, geographic farming, open house set scale, direct mail is the willingness to pump the well to know the water will come. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.